The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mella is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shisuke Nakamura. Shisuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're going in raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting your new Going In Raw notifications, including Going In Raw community tab. Community tab. Community tab. <laughs> <laughs> community tab. Community tab. <laughs> uh, let's see, what did I do in the community tab yesterday? What did you do? I just posted our SmackDown review. To Nothing. See if, because I don't know, some people don't get notifications for stuff. That's weird. What's uh, the point oh, of notifications? Oh, they don't no. work. But two days ago, I forgot. I didn't I didn't release the results of this on the YouTube community tab. This is why you need to hit subscribe and notify. Subscribe, all. notify, all that. C- c- community tab. Community tab. Because I posted a poll two days ago. Ooh. Um, oh, here's the thing. Uh I didn't. I didn't see any drop frames. We're live streaming this at, at 11 a.m. Pacific yes. time. Um, some people are saying the intro is a bit choppy. Um, that I don't show any drop frames. It's probably not as probably YouTube. YouTube. Anyways, um, I, I posted a poll. It says, "While I have your attention, mixing fast foods yeah, in, a, in a single meal yeah. is amazing or just wrong. What's your problem?" Looks like amazing came out on top. Big time. Of course. Bigly. 68% of the vote. What do you mean, of course? When's the last time you did that? Well, usually when I go to fast food, it's because I need to get something quickly. I don't have time to go to one place and the next to the next. But in theory, I'm not against it. It's you seem awful. to be against it like in a, a philosophical... It's deep. Yeah, there's it's a deep, deep level. Rooted reasoning it's a behind deep it. Level. I, I don't get it. Oh man, it's just it's it's wrong. It I just feels it wrong. Is. I don't think it is. Thirty. I mean, you know, thirty some odd eight percent, thirty two percent of people agree with me. That's <laughs> why so I'm definitely in the minority on that one. So, anyways, yeah, that's what you got to do. You got to check out the community tab. Community tab. We're also, of course, on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a wealth. A variety, a surplus of reward tiers. A bevy. A bevy, thank you. A bevy of reward tiers starting at $1. Just a dollar. You would be so surprised at how far a dollar goes. Very far. I'll give you an example. 
if we only had one patron and they kicked in one dollar, yeah, I probably wouldn't do a lot. But then if we had 10,000 patrons, they all kicked in one dollar. Ooh. <laughs> hey, oh, money bags. Yeah. So that's our, that's my goal. 10,000 one dollar patrons? Basically, yeah. Um, it, that being said, if you're a five dollar patron, don't you. try to, you know, no. you, you count for like five of those people. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so good for you. Um, we did get some new patrons in as of yesterday. I'm going to read their names now because from one dollar up, you get a shout out. You get a shout out. I say your name. Today I'm going to read it like The Undertaker. Dan Astley, Shane the Shillelagh, Andrew Thomas will rest in peace, and Michael Valdez, I'll put you down like a dog. Today's the 1st of November, so uh, we're going to get those that new, the, we're going to figure out who I owe those Friendo Care packages to. Yeah, we'll pack them up. The, the ones for September are in, the, are in my trunk. Um, I got to take those to the post office today. So in the next couple of days. Yeah. How about this lunch break? I got to run to UPS. You got to run the post office. Either we can do it together, make two trips or separately. Uh, I don't know. We can talk about that later. Cause all right. during lunch, I usually do all this stuff here. Oh, I know. Um, I'll just probably do it on the way home. Uh, so that. yeah, Patreon is great. You know, also is great. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, yes. 9 a.m. Pacific noon Eastern. That's right. It's not. We're not going to be live streaming our the Crown Jewel stuff. Maybe um, we should just call our show In Your House, Not Crown Jewel. There you go. That's it. There you uh, go. You did it. You did it. We are going to be doing a very special, a very special super card. What is, a, what is a super card usually, Larson? It's a card, but it's better than a normal card. Because usually in, the, in, in wrestling parlance, a super card means uh, either you've got a bunch of like ridiculous top name talent or... You've got two promotions coming together. Yes. And that might be what we're booking tomorrow. More details tomorrow morning on our Friday show. We're going to yes. upload our Friday show a lot earlier. We're going to record it today and then upload it early because tomorrow. Because we're streaming tomorrow morning for a while. And then our Saturday show we're going to do right after that. Yeah, exactly. It's just it's just a lot of stuff that we do. Well, we got to make Next time. Next week will be better. Make time for everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, lots of fun. Um uh, and then uh, that's yeah. Then we got a shirt, friendomarket.com. Yeah, shirt. Where's that shirt? It's there somewhere. Where's the shirt? Like a dog shirt. There it is. There it is. Like a dog. What a great shirt that is. We got that shirt. We got some stickers that go with it. I'll send you out a postcard. I never did get that postcard made of you like doing that Undertaker thing. Well, skip postcard straight to all over print T-shirt. Yeah, I'll think about that. I might just do like a normal shirt like that. Why just do, why do a normal shirt for an unusual image? I feel do, like the image is the unusual enough. Oh, imagine the whole shirt looking like the background. That'd be amazing. What are we uh, here to talk about today? No, we need. Oh, this is what we need to do. Check this out. A hoodie. Okay. That's I all like over it. print. And it's full zip up. <laughs> so if you and want. And then if you put your arms out like this. You can do the your pose. arms are yes. there too. Yes, exactly. I might actually be down with that. See, that's a good idea. That might be really cool. That'd, that'd be great. <clears throat> um, so uh, we're here to talk about uh, NXT. NXT UK. And of course, 205 Live. Uh, we have a couple a uh, couple here super chats here. Yeah, first from Antonio uh, Cornejo. Cornejo. Yes. Uh, congrats. Sorry, greetings from Peru. Finally made it to a live stream. Welcome, Antonio. Greetings from Peru. Peru. Uh, RTGTZ. Larson, if you can mix fast food, what would it be? Wow. If How about this? If we're like, you know, 25 years in the future, and you know how it is these days. Everybody expects what they want right now, immediately, right? So let's say if fast. I had a Star Trek Next Generation replica in front of me. 
Yeah. Replicator, yeah. sorry, not yeah. replicator. Exactly. Um, uh, and you were like, hmm, really in the mood for some really gross fast food. I want to take two items that I think complement them very, you know, very well, yeah. just from uh, different restaurants. What would you go with? It might be too similar, but hmm. was it Burger King used to have really good French toast sticks? I don't think you still have them. They used to have really good ones, though. Yeah, okay. I think they did. With a McGriddle. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty good. So you get pancakes, sausage, egg, and French toast. Okay, no, that's a good one. Meal. I like that. I'm all about breakfast today. I actually yeah. stopped at Del Taco after I did run out the Folsom to do something this morning. I yeah. got the breakfast burrito at Del Taco. Those those are hit or miss. Sometimes they're really oh, good. Oh, the one I got was awesome. The yeah. epic scramble. And then the guy behind you, a couple car lengths back, Maybe. probably got some stale-ass oh, nastiness. Oh, so good. Yeah, sometimes it's amazing. Horrible for me, but it was tasty. Yeah. Um, you know what I would do? So I like uh, McDonald's, just cheeseburgers. So I usually get the two cheeseburgers. Yeah, I, I do the same thing with the hamburgers. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's something about that flavor that you yeah, can't right. find anywhere else. Right. When you crave it, nothing else will do. So I would get that. I would tell Replicator to get me that, mm-hmm. but I would put it inside a jack-in-the-box uh, ultimate bacon cheeseburger. Wow. <laughs> so the cheeseburgers McDonald's would be the buns. Yeah. And then Arby's curly fries. Not uh, not jack-in-the-box curly fries. Arby curly fries right. on the side. Gotcha. And then I would say, Replicator, get me a new heart, please. Well, but, you know, at that point, they, like, cured all disease, right? Yeah, pretty much. Heart disease wasn't an issue. Pretty much. Josh Little uh, says the package I sent you should be there. Um, I am going to go to the post office today because I got to drop a bunch of stuff off Josh Little. So um, I will definitely awesome. get that. Very looking, very much looking forward to it. Josh Little is the man. Um, we're going to talk about the Hulk Hogan news tomorrow on the, the new show, right? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I'm yeah. hosting well, the show, Well, I mean, show, we talked brother. about most of it yesterday. It's just been confirmed since. That's it. Well, it's been confirmed what his role is since then. He's going to be the host. <laughs> as, if I'm the host. as if you already didn't have enough re- reason not to watch oh add, man add that on top of it that's a guaranteed not watch at this point is there any precedent for a host inserting themselves into the universal title scene the rock kind of did it the rock yeah, it took him a year <laughs> but yeah he did the rock precedent did has it. been set hogan has a history of inserting himself in the title program yeah. so we'll see what is this, uh, Jimmy Thomas said in the Discord, which I'm paying attention to right now, so appreciate that, Discord. I'm your ick champion, by the way. Buying bags of Halloween candy on the cheap is real. Oh, because it's the day after Halloween. Yeah. So Jimmy Thomas is heading down to the, to Kmart yeah. to go get some. You're getting uh, all the, hitting up the, the clearance aisle on the seasonal section. This is a good point. Cerberus says, I want you to apologize for putting real news in non-news last week with the Hogan interview. Uh, for you patrons out there, you know that every day, uh, Monday through Friday, uh, on the post-show, we do non-news. Um, and there was the interview with Hogan, which we considered non-news, where he said, I'm looking forward to going to Saudi Arabia. I thought that was another situation where he was trying to talk, him, talk himself into a exactly. job. Exactly. He says stuff he like that all like the that time. all the time where he, talks thing, he tries to talk something into existence. I thought that was another situation. He shows up at the arena of a pay-per-view beforehand, yeah. takes pictures. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that it was actually him. Saying, if you take it literally as if that was something going to happen, it wasn't like, hey, I'm going to Saudi Arabia, brother, in yeah. a week. Yeah. It was just something that seemed like, well, it might be in the they works They have a 10-year deal. You know, like At some point, they're going to yeah. go back to Saudi Arabia. Um, Brandon Combs here in chat has a good point. He says, uh, wait, Kmart's still a thing? That's a good question. That, I threw that out there to see if anybody was going to bite on it. Yeah. I think they went out of business. Could be. DC yeah. Five Speed says, all I eat from McDonald's are, I don't know what this is. Okay, DC 5-speed. I'm, I'm not aware that's a menu item. 
uh, McGangbangs. I don't believe that's a menu item. Can you uh, clarify? You know, if I, give us give us a super chat and clarify. Yeah, Adam Mayhem <laughs> says me, me, me. Oh god, See, that's that's the guy that you're like rallying behind. A guy who kicks in two dollars to say me, 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 me. Well, he's giving us some money. Oh man, the worst person. He's ambitious. Oh gosh, ambitious. Oh, speaking of ambitious. Lots of great costume uh, costumes that were sent in by friendos, mm-hmm, wrestling costumes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I will be putting uh, a bunch of them up. I, look, they came from all different places. Um, I said, tweet them at me. And so I put as many as I thought in there. If I miss anybody, I apologize. But we have like a bunch of, we're going to do it at the end of uh, the recaps today. Before the questions, we're going to take a look at those. I got them loaded up here in the in the OBS thing. Um, McDouble and McChicken put together. Order one. It's a it's a, a McChicken and a burger mashup. A McChicken on top. Well, of I, a I heard when you do um, a McChicken and then a burger and then a fish fillet. It's um. There's a name for that. Oh man, I forgot what it was called. I forgot what it was called. What's similar to that? Like when you go to a restaurant, you get some seafood and well, you get surf some, and turf. Yes, <laughs> it's a McSurf and turf. <laughs> Filet of fish. <laughs> well, because you get fish. No, I get it. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> no, it sounds terrible. <laughs> Mick Orgy. Sea <laughs> Aaron Land. A turducken. Anyways, let's talk about wrestling. Yeah. 205 yeah. Live. It's turning into a fast food podcast. We Kicked off. That. We do need that. Kicked off with, hey, would you be down to do a review? I know we don't do that anymore, but just for the Nightmare Burger. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Should we do that tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, we should. 205 Live. Jack Gallagher versus Brian Kendrick kicked it off. Yeah. Uh, Drew Gulak was on commentary. Yeah, he's always entertaining. Yeah, who you called um, Percy Watson? Percival. Percival. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the long name of saying. I think that's proper, isn't it? Oh, you know, that's his real full first name. Yeah. Let's find out. It let's could just be out. Percy. Let's, let's find out. Um, but I thought that was pretty good. Percy, what's the last name? Watson. 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 Um, no, his actual name is Nicholas. <laughs> so there's no. That's a fake name. Um. Yeah, I like that. Percy's getting really... Have you noticed on the down low, Percy's getting really good at commentary. Yeah, he's good. He's getting really good. He was hammering Drew Gulak with questions and not letting him off the hook. Yeah. Asking, hold on a second. Because here's the thing, Percy was bringing logic to it. He was saying, hold on a second, Drew. You turned on Brian Kendrick right after Jack Gallagher lost a match. What's going on with that? And he was very good at like hammering these questions home. He wasn't stumped. He wasn't thrown off. Yeah. I was like, Percy, look at you. Yeah, that was good. awesome. Um, because he used to just be the dude who would like go, wow, whenever you know, Morrow would say, wow. Yeah. Percy would say that too. But I thought, man, he's coming into his own. Yeah. I really like him. The, uh, the, the interplay between him and Nigel is really good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Remember how awkward it was way back? Like when they first started, Nigel would just yell at him yeah. and say like really rude things. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. No, it isn't. They've all just relaxed a bit. What did Nigel say on NXT the, the, about the Street Profit Solo Cup? Their sippy cup full of screech juice. I have never heard that I phrase before. I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's I hilarious. I've never heard that phrase before. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Sippy cup full of screech juice. I think that's what he that said. That sounds gross. Yeah. I'll have to rewatch. That's hilarious. Um, I, I freaking love Nigel. Oh, he's great. He's, because he, Nigel perpetually has, like, so many people in that role, like Vic Joseph, for example. Grant, I know he's not color. He's play-by-play. But, like, that, Vic Joseph really wants to keep his job. You know, yes, Nigel. I always get the feeling that he does not give an F. Fire me, don't fire me, I don't care. Yeah. But he's really good at what he does, he's so good at it. Um, 
But anyways, yeah. But it was a good question. And, and Drew Gulak sort of danced around and he said, you know, just since Kendrick came back, he's just gotten so. Oh, because he, he showed mercy. That was why. Oh, he said he chose. Street juice? I thought that was Screech juice. <laughs> we need to invent Screech juice. Let's see if that's a thing. Oh, no. Screech rum. No. Carry on. Oh, well. I mean, in, in, this is according to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> oh, Screech man. is a homemade alcoholic recipe native to Newfoundland, Canada. Oh. I don't think that's what he was talking about. No. I think you misheard. That's a bummer. All I think of when I think of Screech is, uh, you know, say by the bell. Yeah. And then sadly, well, Dustin Screech Diamond, could be inferior whiskey or crude whiskey. It'd be cool if he did call it Screechies. Yeah. Um, you know, Dustin Diamond went and did some like gross porn. Ugh. Yeah. Pretty nasty. Anyways. Anyways, um, we'll check we'll check the proper nomenclature after uh after we're done here. That's great. Screech juice. Um so anyways, uh yeah. Uh Brian Kendrick got the win because Drew Gulak, he was trying to like, you know, cause a distraction, get involved. Akira Tozawa came out of nowhere. Game JTV says new shirt incoming. <laughs> <laughs> this time it's Larson misremembering yeah, something. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to get me some Screech Juice. Michelle, hook me up with that. Mm. It's going to be like Undertaker, but with like not his face. Instead, it's like a skull and like, you know, like solo cup. Yeah. Screech Juice in it. Yeah. <laughs> the Street Profits with skulls. <laughs> You can, as long as you swap somebody's face out with a skull, it looks cool, and you're free of copyright yeah, restrictions. Yeah, it doesn't look like anybody. And as long as you use a phrase that they've never used, but you popularize, you're good. Yeah. You're good to go. Totally good. Totally good. Uh, so anyways, Akira Tozawa, um, he helps ensure Brian, uh, the Brian Kendricks. Uh, I think you have Kendricks here. Kendrick picks up the win with uh, sliced bread, numero dos. Yes. Yeah. So good job, Brian Kendrick. Uh, I, then now we're going to get more of a feud uh, between the tag team. Absolutely. Of Akira Tozawa. And Brian Kendrick. Brian Kendrick. They have history together. They were doing lessons to each other. Oh, yeah. That was them. That was a long time ago. That was a long-ass feud, too. That yeah, was, was a long time ago. That was a decent feud, too. Well, now the student becomes... The, the teacher. The teacher. Or they're just two teachers now. Well, they, yeah, they both be teachers, I guess. Uh, let's talk about Drake Maverick and Cedric Alexander backstage. This was weird because usually if you're a champion, you you lose. There's a thing in your contract apparently that we've been led to believe that you just get a rematch whenever you want it. Drake Maverick is 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 overreaching. He's, he's not a very good GM. He's, he's he's distracted by his duties on Raw. Obviously, he used to be good. Now he's not. Now good. he's not. He's so, yeah. He's exactly. He's distracted. Even though he doesn't do anything on Raw, <laughs> regardless. So uh, Cedric comes in. And Drake says, I, I guess you're wondering about your rematch, given that you're not in this uh, number one contender match tonight. So Drake goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Drake says, well, you're obviously in no condition to have a rematch right now. You've lost three matches in a row. Mm-hmm. And then Drake says, well, I think you're ready for your rematch. You will have it. Why didn't Cedric immediately lawyer lawyer up? No, he should have lumbar checked him. <laughs> yeah, that too. And then got a lawyer. Yeah. And said, hey, contracts are contracts. You know what? I've got a rematch clause, idiot. Yeah. Um, he says, when you're ready, when you're ready, when you're ready. Anyways, well, I'm ready now. I'm ready now. Here, I'll go lumbar check someone out in the ring or not. <laughs> or no. Ooh. Um, after that, we had Grand Metal League versus Vacant. 
Um, I, I didn't get a name on. on I didn't get a name guy. either. I was waiting for a name. Yeah. And the match wasn't exact. It wasn't like a thirty second match. It was pretty quick though. It was like a two minute match. Yeah. But there was still two minutes for them to say a name. Well, even thirty seconds at that time to say this dude's name was. Didn't get the name. You'd think. Um, no, didn't get a name. Uh, Grand Metal League went over. Um, he did a bunch of cool uh, stuff that he does on ropes. King of the ropes, he is. King of the ropes. Uh, culminating with a top rope elbow after walking yeah. on the ropes for a little bit. And then as soon as he gets the win, TJP runs in, blindsides him, steals his mask. And like one movement, he hits him, knocks him to the mat, grabs mask, mm-hmm. and runs. Yeah. Did you see Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Sorry, uh, somebody, uh, who is this in Discord? Uh, I wear San Martino pajamas in Discord, posted this picture of Rhea Ripley. And for for Halloween, apparently she went as Tegan Knox. Yeah. She just has a freaking a knee leg, brace. A, a knee a, brace, a, a, a leg brace thing. Yeah. Anyways. Um... Yeah, so Grand Metal League. I was gonna, that's what I was going to look up. I was going to look How big is Grand Metal League? You know, why do they have, like, Sin Cara? I, like, if, if, if we're talking luchadors and they want, it, they want a luchador on Raw. Yeah. Why, why do they have Sin Cara when they have a dude like Grand Metal League who's, like, infinitely less botchy and way cooler? I don't know. His entrance attire is fantastic. He is 5'9 174 pounds. Oh, wow, he's small. Boy, that is small. Anyways. I love Grand Metal League. I think oh, he's, he's great. Fan. He's great, man. Imagine him in like a 25-minute match. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, after that, again, further proof as to why uh, Mike and Maria Canellas absolutely need to be on TV. Yeah. I don't care where. Anywhere. I'm totally fine with it being a 205 Live. They get a bigger spotlight on mm-hmm. 205 Live. Mm-hmm. They make everything better. Um, uh, was it... Uh, who was doing the interview? Was it Kayla doing the interview? Yeah. And then Maria Canellas says, you need to go away because I'm going to ask better questions than you. And then so she started asking Mike Canellas about him being on 205 Live and uh, his match against uh, Kalisto. Was it Kalisto last week? Lindsay Dorado. Lindsay Dorado last week. And then uh, TJP, who in the previ- at the end of the previous match stole Grand Metal League's match. And was running through the crowd escaping. He ran through the crowd to escape. He shows up during their interview and he's like, uh, hey, uh, you guys want to hang out? Or something like that. And then she's like, uh, TJ, we know what you're doing. You, you're afraid of Lucha House Party because you're stealing all our masks. You want uh, Mike's protection. And he's like, yeah, pretty much. And then she goes, all right, well, let's go talk some business then. Exactly. It was good. TJP was great in this. Yeah. He was great in this because there was a little bit of comedy there and it was perfect. Yeah. yeah. Ever since the, he's turned heel, his, his mic work is then like a full 180 just yeah his character work in general and i love this i love this dude who steals masks yeah like it's not a new concept but man he's so good in it it's great it is it's fantastic it really is uh then our main event mustafa ali versus tony nice these guys are fantastic fantastic match mustafa ali is the absolute best yeah he really is um before the match there's a little brief little segment backstage where he was getting taped up DDP rip tape. Yeah, man. For Mustafa Ali. Can't go wrong with that. We've seen such uh, luminaries as, of course, uh, the originator of it, DDP, and, of course, Adam Cole. And it's hard to forget uh, Chuck Taylor's tweet yeah. about that, too. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, fantastic match, of oh, course. Yeah. Obviously, the story about this, the story with this, Tony Nese going after the DDP rib tape. Um, it really kind of starts in. it off with the, they're on the outside. Nice hits a fallaway slam on the, the foot of oh, the, God, of the yeah. ramp on Ali, right yeah. in the corrugated steel part of it. That was rough. Yeah. Um, and just a lot of great back and forth. Mustafa Ali's fantastic. Tony Nice has been doing some awesome, awesome work. 
Mustafa Ali is best at being man in peril. Yeah. When he's in peril, it's just you feel for him yeah. so much. Yeah, he's he's gosh, he's so good. Um, finish saw uh, Tony Nese really going after Mustafa Ali's ribs. He ripped the rib tape off and was doing these short little kicks to the ribs. Yeah. That looked vicious. They looked great. It was awesome, and the crowd was really freaking out about it. Yeah. Man, putting him on before SmackDown was a really great idea. Yeah, it was. Um, the ref tries to pull him off, and, and Mustafa Ali takes the opportunity to hit a jackknife cover on Nice for the win. Mm-hmm. He wins. Yeah. Ooh. But obviously, worse for wear, um, after they do the replays, Tony Nese is kind of hovering above Mustafa Ali, ready to pounce and ready to beat him up some more. Yeah. Cue Cedric's music. He runs down the ring. Nice runs out. Um, especially given Cedric's a bit with Drake Maverick and how he was, you know, like his, his, his how he's kind of carrying himself. Mm-hmm. I was like, me ran out, I was like, oh man, is he going to turn? Yeah. And I think everybody else thought that too, because yeah. he gets in the ring and he helps Mustafa Ali up. The first thing he does is put his arm over his shoulder and, and the crowd gasps. Well, he didn't, yeah, he didn't just, he, he made the motion of putting, because, you know, that's what he does when he gets somebody up for a lumbar check. And he made it in such a jerky fashion that it totally teased it. And you're right, the crowd, I mean, that's how good, that's how good, 205 Live, I think, has been the people who pay attention know what sort of the, the trigger movements are when something's going to happen. Yeah. And you're right. That was an audible gasp yeah. from like a thousand yeah. people in that yeah, crowd. Totally They're like, oh, God. And on top of that, given the history between these two guys, how they've both been like super pure baby faces. Mm-hmm. People were really I mean, you you told because I watched the very end of this match. Um, this morning and you would come in and, and start telling me about it. So I, I popped it on uh, when, even when Cedric just gets in there and niece backs off, it's totally a setup for a turn. Oh yeah. Like before 100%. he even does the just thing. the way he carries himself. Cause yeah. he's not, he's not looking at Mustafa Ali. Right. Yeah. Hardly at all. He's staring at, at Tony niece, but it isn't like a get the heck out of here stare. I'm mm-hmm. protecting my, my friend. Yeah. I don't know. He has this kind of, Blank expression. Mm-hmm. Um, he's. It's not like he's going in there. It seems like to to help his friend per se. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he makes the motion about the lumbar check him. Yeah, the whole crowd just. <gasps> yeah, it was good. I'm. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. I don't know. I think it's great. I think that the crowds are really responding to 205 Live these days. Yeah. I didn't look at the the ratings. I need to do. That I haven't either. Great match. Great finish. Entertaining bit at the end. Um, so Cedric and and Mustafa Ali are, are in the ring. Buddy Murphy comes out. He starts to walk down the ramp like he's going to the ring, and he goes, he says, "Nah, I'm mm-hmm. good. We'll wait on that." Yeah. So Ali versus Buddy Murphy, two uh, wrestlers again who have a lot of history. Even this is in a fairly brief amount of time. If there's if there's one thing that kind of bums me out, it's that Ali is Buddy Murphy's first opponent. Because I can't. No, Mark Andrews is. Mark Andrews versus Buddy Murphy happens next week. Oh, that happens next week. They're doing that English thing. Yeah. But, you know, I'm, I'll put it. I'm sorry. Ali's going to be Buddy Murphy's first, like, real feud, apparently. Because this is the number one contender match. So he's got. And just by nature of 205 Live, I think it's smart for them to have. To do kind of what they. I don't think Buddy Murphy's going to have a year long run with the title. But I also don't think he's going to have a two-month run with the title, culminating in Mustafa Ali picking it back up. Mm-hmm. Because Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander you check off a lot of the same boxes. So I don't think we're going to have that type of run again, which means, yes, we're going to get a really, really good match 
And hopefully it'll spin Mustafa Ali off into another feud with somebody really good. Maybe even Cedric Alexander. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but it also means that Mustafa Ali, I hope, I'll put it this way. I hope Mustafa Ali gets his title at Mania. Yeah, me um, too. That seems to be the story. Feels, I would, th- I like would think that, that that might be the traje- trajectory. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, if it's a matter of Cedric actually pulling the trigger on that and, and turning heel mm-hmm. to get the title back, mm-hmm. and then Mustafa Ali picks it up off him in a rematch. Cause, at Mania next year, yeah. Was that what they did at Mania this past year? Yeah, it was a hard yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Boy, yeah, it'll be two years since Neville Austin Aries, huh? Mm-hmm. This coming Mania. Wow, mm-hmm. my goodness gracious. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um, yeah, no, solid, another solid episode of uh, 205 Live. Let's see where it was in the ratings last week. Uh, number nine. nine. Mm. Let's see here. Uh, according to Mel- Meltzer's mixed, take. Ahead of Mixed Match Channel. Evolution was one. House Hardy Halloween, Super Showdown, NXT, NXT UK, Evolution Kickoff Show, Mixed Match Challenge. Super, wait, Super Showdown. Yeah. Was that? That wasn't that week. No. Evolution was that week. Yeah. It was Why was month. Super Showdown still number people, three? People are into, I guess. Road to Evolution. <laughs> people are into it. ECW Exposed, number 10. My goodness. Evolution Kickoff, Mix Mesh Challenge, Road to Evolution, and then 205 Live. 95 Halloween Havoc. What happened last week on 205? Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, that's right. What is Drake Maverick thinking putting Mustafa Ali in a match? with? Nobody should be in a match when they have rib tape from the previous week. No. What is he doing He's over terrible. there? He's not a good general manager. Terrible. He is a horrible general manager at this point. Uh, oh, man, that's funny. I forgot about this. Mr. Sinister here yeah. in Discord. Uh, uh, the diamond, the diamond, Dustin Diamond Dustin Dallas Dustin Diamond page Dallas Page. did with the rib tape. That I drew from uh, his win. Yes. In chat trivia. Let's talk some NXT. Yes, please. Uh, no, NXT or NXT UK? NXT. Okay. We're going to f- conclude with NXT UK. That's what we did last time. Okay, cool. Last two times. Whatever. Uh, show kicks off with Nikki Cross taking on Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Mercedes Martinez looks like dumped Nikki Cross right on the top of her head at one point. Yeah, it did. Um, I hope they sign her though. She's great. Oh, she is great. I think she's those fantastic. uh, uh those uh, belly to back suplexes she did. Mm-hmm. Ow. Yeah. Well, yeah. And if you look at Nikki Cross after this match, she had a bloody nose. She was beat all to hell, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, but she won. Uh, yeah. No, she totally won. I love that too. And then Candice LeRae. By the way, complete like she couldn't. She would need like a a ski mask to look more like a bad guy. Yeah, she had. uh, At first, I didn't even recognize. I was like, yeah, she had a new hairdo. She's got bangs. A new hairdo. She's wearing black jeans, black lipstick, black shirt, and a black shirt. Yeah, but she still had red shoes. Yeah, and she was antagonizing Nikki Cross, saying, "Why are you doing this to us? This is our family. It's our family. Why are you doing this to us?" Which is like the most heel thing you can say. Why are you doing this to us? Oh, don't be annoying. Um, getting back to the match really quick, though. Yeah, it was a really fun match, really physical. Oh yeah. At the end, when Nikki Cross went over, um, they were both in the ring, and Nikki had like a really menacing look on her face, and then she had a smile. She turned it to a smile and said, "That was fun. That was fun." And Mercedes Martinez was equally kind of into it and also really creeped out. And then the Candace thing happened. Yeah. So Candace starts like, you know, talking crap to Nikki. Nikki's just laughing at her. She Nikki walks up the ramp laughing at her. Candace stays in the ring. Um, Alistair Black comes out, sort of walks Nikki down. Nikki backs off. Yeah. She leaves. Um, Alistair Black gets in the ring and uh, gets in Candace's face, which at that point, I really wish Candace would have done like a hurricane runner or something I know. like that. <laughs> I know. I want to see them fight. I know. That's what I want to see. And he's like, where's John? Now, here's the thing. They weren't miked. 
Yes. I was trying to read lips. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he said, where's Johnny? Because later on when he said to talk to William Regal, he said, where's Johnny? But I find it funnier it, if, if, if he said, where's John? I know, because that's what I, I was like. Did he just say, where's John? I'm not a good lip reader. Here's the thing. No, to make that even better is if <laughs> backstage, Candace refers to him as John, not I know, Johnny. I know. So it's like a sense of familiarity there. I know, exactly. It, makes, it takes it home. No, John. John's not here. Yes. John's gone. John's gone? John's gone. He's going to be gone. gone. John's gone. John's gone. <laughs> so, uh... So yeah, everybody's like, ooh, and then uh, and then he says something like, uh, John's going to be gone when I see him next or yeah. something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. Ken kept saying Johnny's not here. Yeah, Johnny's not, not here. here. He's not here. He's not here. He's not here. I don't know where he is. not here. I don't know where he is. You like my new hairdo? I put on black lipstick. Is it obvious? I'm a bad guy now. <laughs> like, that's the most, like, she literally just went NWO. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember, like, in between uh, Bash of the Beach, 96. And then them getting the logo. There was that period where all Hogan was wear black. Yeah. It's probably like maybe a week. Yeah. It felt like an eternity though. <laughs> like, why don't you have that logo ready to go when the turn happens? Right. They probably didn't have a name for the faction at that point. Well, because later on he said, it's the new world order of wrestling. A professional wrestling a prof- brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Next. How did they stumble into that amazing logo though? That was pretty good. I don't good. know. It was yeah. great. That was really good. Uh, next, we had a really good match, really fun match between Street Profits mm, mm, and mm. the Mighty. Yep. Was this their blow off? Because they got their yeah. sippy cups back. Yeah, they got the with the, the screech juice or street juice, whatever they got their the case juice. may be. No, it's screech juice. Um, and the and their and their necklaces. Um, this is a lot of fun. Street Profits are great. The Mighty. This is this is how the Mighty should have been booked from the beginning. Oh yeah, I know. I know. I mean, you can be opportunistic without being cowardly. Yeah. And the last time they beat Street Profits, it was opportunity. Yeah. They didn't necessarily, they weren't cowardly by any stretch. Well, they were cartoonishly cowardly. That's I the know. thing. You can even be like a little bit cowardly. Like Edge at his heel best. He was a bit on the cowardly side. Oh, he was, but he wasn't afraid of a fight. Right. <laughs> and that's exactly. what it seemed like with the Mighty. They were afraid yeah, to fight. Exactly. And that you can't take anybody seriously if they're, if they're in a, a profession which requires fighting and they are afraid to do that. And they don't want to do that. It's yeah. hard to take them seriously. It's like being a roofer who's afraid of heights. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not not the not the profession for you if you're afraid no. of heights. Or a window cleaner. Or yeah. Oh yeah. That's terrifying. Or a guy who has to go up pole and fix power things or cable yes. things. Yes. Mm mm. Or work for the sewer and you're claustrophobic. Oh yeah. Ooh, that'd be bad. That would be bad. Yeah. Anyways. Or be afraid of flying and try to be a pilot yeah. of plane. Yeah. William Regal interview. Uh, he was near, hovering near his office. Oh, he didn't say um, Street Profits picked the win. Montez Ford pinned uh, Shane Thorne after an awesome frog splash. And then he, Montez got his little necklace back and he did the thing. In the oh, that's great. He did like a hula hoop with his necklace with his on his neck. neck. Yeah, it was, it was great. Great. Um, William Regal interview uh, where he says, um, I've made the decision. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Velveteen Dream at War Games, which of course was going to piss off Lars Sullivan, which we saw later. Um, it, he didn't really explain how he came to that decision, though. No. To, to exclude Lars Sullivan. Maybe he saw Lars Sullivan got, get faded to black again at the end of the last week's segment. Dropped quickly. <laughs> dropped. Dropped. It was like, oh, I don't believe he has the jaw for this match. So it's just Velveteen Dream. We'll do that. Yes. Um, and then Alistair Black comes up and says, I want John. 
I want him. And he's like, well, you get John Gargano. I told, I told Johnny to leave the premises immediately. I told John to leave. You, you got to get out of here now. Uh, but you get him at War Games. Alistair Black versus John Gargano. You'll get your pound of flesh. You, yeah, you'll get your pound of flesh. Um, next. He says, like, War Games will fade to black. His career will fade to black. Snake Man Alistair Black. And then we had Lars Sullivan. <laughs> We had Lars Sullivan. He was good. He was he was outside backstage, <clears throat> uh, destroying things that didn't cost too much money. Coolers. There was a cooler that was noticeably noticeably destroyed. Yeah, he did actually. Was it a cooler or was it like um a, a tub? I think it was a oh, tub. Man, it was red, wasn't it? I thought it was. I thought it was black and yellow. Oh, I thought I saw a red cooler. He maybe it was both. Could maybe be. he did one and the other. Maybe yeah. I missed the cooler. Yeah, and there's probably an impromptu interview. Mm-hmm. It's like, Lars, 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 calm hey, down, Lars, 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 Lars. What's Lars wrong? why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And he just complained about Velotine Dream getting a title shot. He wants a title shot and he's going to essentially cost Velotine Dream his title shot. He well, said. he said, I'm going to destroy him so I can get that shot. I don't think it works that way. Well, Probably if you destroy Velotine Dream, you'll upset William Regal and he'll deny you title shot. Oh dear. He just destroyed the handle of a tub. That's going to cost me $12.99. I'm going to take that out of your check. <laughs> right. Well, that's his entire check for one appearance. Next, um, we had Luke Menzies taking on the debuting bro, king of bros, Matt Riddle. Yeah, man. So they officially... Theme song, yay or nay? Uh, oh, dude, yeah. It's West Coast... West Coast gangster rap. West Coast gangster rap. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't like it at first because it's too mellow. But then when I saw him and what he's doing with the crowd which is essentially pre-partying with them. Mm-hmm. I was into it because I'm like, oh, that's that's when you that's when you play some, you know, Chronic. Yeah. That's when you play some... Chronic 2001. <laughs> some doggy style. <laughs> some doggy style. Yeah. yeah. Some doggy style, exactly. That's when you play some regulators. Yeah. Um, is when you're with your friends. Some G-Funk. Some G... <laughs> Thank you, G-Funk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some hate dog. Um with your friends the dog pound orangey yes <laughs> oh man it's too bro heavy like this the song what what do you mean listen, it's too bro listen. heavy like when it starts here bro <laughs> start it with that no more bros in the song yeah. just one bro and then leave just leave the bro part alone oh wait wasn't there just the one no it, it happened as a, a like there's huge interview intervals between it, but there's there's whatever oh. the song loops. I'm well, guessing. yeah, they just have a loop, bro. Oh, by the way, I've done it um, for the post show today for the bonus episode for five dollars oh, yeah. patrons. I have our ex- new theme for Ambrose, right? I have exported Dean Ambrose's theme backwards, which should be his new heel theme, and it sounds great. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Very menacing. Yeah, it is. It's good. But um, anyways, West Coast rap is not. It's not menacing, but it's, it, it fits Matt real. I mean, the lyrics can be menacing, but it's just really chill music. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, um, his, his his Titantron needs a little work though. All I'm telling you, man, they can't. They don't know how to do that. Well, like Kyrie Sane's looks really good and super professional. Yeah, okay. Like some of uh, Shayna Baszler's looks really good. Okay, all right. There's a few that look r- really good. Yeah, and then there's some like Roderick Strong and his first five <laughs> Trons. This look like templates. You know, and you know, I think I think I heard somewhere on this full sale is it's, it's, it's a learning institution. It's a college, and I've heard that they the students will work the production of the show. I don't know if they're doing any of the assets. Apparently, they're doing. And if some, that's the case, yeah. I understand. You know, it's, it's a learning process. I understand that. Yeah, but this is supposed to be a professional. Let me product ask you too. this: what? 
And then, here's the thing too on, on main rosters, not like the the Trons are out of this world across the board either. No, they're not. These days are so lazy. Like the DX one was just DX's sign. Oh, I know. Like Braun should be able to. He should be awesome. Yeah, I know. and it's just his name poorly animated. Like Bob Lashley's Tron is really good. Neville's was really good. Yeah. Baron Some Corbin's were... first one was really good when it was like a city, but then it was all faded to yeah, black. Yeah, that was great. That yeah, was yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like darkness descending on a city. Yeah, Let me ask good. you something, though, because that begs a really, really good question. Undisputed Air is Tron. Professional or not? Was that a student or not? Well, I remember, I remember when we first saw it, we thought, this has to be a placeholder. <laughs> right. But Adam Cole's is really good. His individual one is really good. It has like it's the a, battle zone type stuff. Yeah, so does, so does regular Undisputed Arrows. I think it does. No, it's still the... It has Undisputed and it has like a, a some sort of mechanism that closes and then it says Era. It's oh. the same one they've had forever. Yeah, but none of it's good. Even the Adam Cole one is like... I like the background's cool. Okay, here's the thing. It's cool, but it does not fit at all. Oh, no. But it's, it's it cool. fits at this point because it's so random. It fits at this point it fits because based on the strength of Adam Cole's personality. Exactly, exactly. And same with the Undisputed Era's one. While we're on the topic of, of graphics, they changed the graphics for Takeover, and I don't like it. They're not as good. Oh, the little graphic things where they don't like like glitch it's not out as glitchy, the people. No, yeah, it's they just look like, cheesy now. Because <laughs> it's obviously it's had the, the the competitors stand in front of a green screen, yeah. and they have the background, and then you have part of the text they behind didn't do, the part in front of them. They didn't it's not do as good. any of the any of the footage of the competitors. They didn't dick with the footage at all and make it cool and glitchy and black and white or no. scan lines or anything. No. They're, I know, I noticed that too. They're just like, and it's hey, like, what's and up? It's, the font's not I'm that here. interesting. It's just, it's a step back. <laughs> the takeover stuff was awesome. It was the best I graphics. I know, it was, it was the, the best. The best graphics WWE really was. And now it's gone and it bumps me out. <laughs> I don't like sounding negative, but. Oh, man. Hopefully this Matt Riddle Titantron is a, a placeholder. Because it, like when he first walks in the arena, you want to get the crowd excited for him. And the song. Doesn't do that. Not really, but it, it's got a good groove to it. You get into it eventually. But you gotta have that Tron. That Tron's got a hit. Yeah, it's got a hit. And you yeah. got what the? I recognize the font. What is it like? It's not Times New Roman. It's um, oh, it's something bad. It's, it's something, something fairly generic. Super generic. Yeah. Um, it's like the thin aerial font yeah. or something. And it's got to be something distinctive. And it's got a hit. Because <laughs> his 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 like especially a suplex apparel stuff is so well designed. Okay, you know what? Yeah, I know what it is. You know what? Undisputed. I just realized what undisputed air is. Theirs and Adam Cole's are like students dicking around, really happy with their stuff, but it's still not even close to what they should be doing like in five years. Mm -hmm. But it's good enough. Like Shayna's looks like a finished product. Shana's yeah, it does. Is really yeah, good. she's ready. Yeah, hers so is was ready Kyrie Sane's. Kyrie Sane's is really hers good. Hers is ready for me. I yeah. thought Ember Moon's, hers was simple in NXT. Hers was good, yeah. But it was really good. Yeah. Anyways, Matt Riddle went over. It's always fun to see Matt Riddle in the ring. He's so good. Oh yeah, he's no, so he's, he's the best. He's the best. And, he's and like, that bit when he walks, he, does he gets stuff. I like to, walks down the ring. He's got his flip flops on. Yeah. Oh, that flip flop kick. Yeah, the, he kicks his flip flops off, and one of them lands perfectly right in front, flat of the camera. front of the camera. That was great. Oh man, that was great. Uh, yeah, he beat up Luke Menzies pretty good. With the bro mission. Mm -hmm. We didn't see a bro to sleep or a bro or a bro stone though. Yeah. Let's we'll see if he's allowed to do that stuff. I wonder if I wonder if Riddle did his own graphics because like be. his shirts were always terrible. Yeah, like well, his not a suplex. His pro wrestling, his pro wrestling t-shirts yeah. were always really bad. Yeah, yeah. 
But it's like the, it was just like what it was. Black. It was the thing it was that black they, and white, like the color scheme. Yeah, it just wasn't that interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, it looks like somebody took their phone and they just filmed their screen. Yeah, and they did like they like spaced out the lines. Um, anyways, after that we had um, a post evolution interview with uh, Shayna Baszler, uh, Marina Shafir, uh, yeah, and Justin, Justin Duke. Duke. Yeah, and uh, Baszler didn't really say anything too revealing. She just said, "Yeah, I, you know, I told everybody." I lost that other match. Mm -hmm. She didn't beat me. And I made sure that that didn't happen this time around. And so, but then you hear this really sad, like puppy dog screaming. Oh, it's like a whale. Oh God. It was terrible. She's like, Shana! Yeah. And it's like the camera goes over and it's like Kyrie saying all beat to hell. And, and then like, yeah, she's screaming and wailing away. There's like a producer saying not now. Okay. Yeah. Not now. Cause she's like, you know, coughing, like she's choking. Stuff. Oh, it was terrible, man. It was, she needs to be to go into the hospital or something. Yeah. That was just, it made her look really bad. Like, it made her look really weak. It kind of did. You know? A like, plaintive wail from the former <laughs> the former NXT Women's Champion. Right. Yeah. Man, you need, to, you need to go do what the man with no name did. Go into the cave, heal yourself, heal your injuries. And destroy everybody. And then come back to the town in Italy, probably? No, there's a uh, southern Spain. They shot him in Spain. In Spain, that's right. And then he... The other one? Oh <laughs> uh, boy, those are all great movies that were essentially one movie. Yeah, they're all pretty much the same, but they're yeah. all great. Yeah. Which one? Which one of those three movies is your favorite? They're all the same. <laughs> just full of dollars. Yeah, the first one. I mean, I know the third one technically they just did a bunch more, and it probably I think it had a better cast. Yeah. Wasn't like Lee Van Cleef in it or yeah, something? Yeah, Eli uh, Eli Wallach. Yeah. Yeah. So that was probably the best one. Good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. They're all entertaining. Stylistically, they were fantastic. Oh my god, I know. So much sweat in those movies. Oh, I know. Well, I'm sure it's hot in southern Spain. Yeah. They're all wearing like rugs. Oh, I know. Next, uh, Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch versus Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo. Um, where's your Where's your at? Raul Mendoza and Humberto Carrillo? Thank you. Uh, both it's Mendoza. a heavy NXT Danny Birch week. Yeah, I know. He's on NXT UK. Had a great match there. This was tons of fun. And, and Carrillo and Mendoza really impressed. Mm-hmm. That Carrillo kid. He looks like he's Carillo. a super athlete. Yeah, man. No, man. Great. And Raul Mendoza's getting some he's, play, too. He, to be as smooth and as crisp as he is moving that fast is so impressive. Yeah. But Danny Burch and Lorcan just beat the hell out of people. Yeah, no, it's great. And they went over. Lorcan pinned Mendoza after that nasty look. <laughs> oh, DDT. man. That was ooh, that was ugly. That looked it. Looked, their finisher looks ill-timed. Looks like they can't get on the same page timing-wise because one guy goes down before the other guy goes yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how you have to do it so someone doesn't break their neck. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. It looks I like no you're laying on his head though. Oh, it is. But you gotta get that arm down, that forearm down to protect your mm -hmm. head. Mm -hmm. That's what was weird about was it the Danny Birch match on NXT UK? It looked like you just dropped Sam Gradwell right in his head. Yeah, a lot of people being dropped on their heads. Karen says Umberto and Mendoza are going to be something special. Umberto y Mendoza. They're super good in the ring. Muy especial. So they can get a, develop some good characters, yeah. Next. Da, 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 Undisputed Era was dropping a promo on the playground set. And uh, Adam Cole's about to talk. And he, goes, he says, what? And he turns around and he that gets attacked hilarious. by War Raiders. But, uh, they need a mic. They need to like boost the levels on or like get Bobby Fish's own mic because he's a mumbler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, I know. Are you serious? Like... Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was like, oh, Bobby, it's so great to have you back. It's so great to see you here. I know, guys, really? Like, it's the best. Yeah, I'm 
so happy to be here. And I'm cool. Now that we're back in full strength, what? What? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> farted? Pulled away, I know. And then, and then, yeah, it was crazy because then we see the entire room they're in with the playground set. There's like the playground set and then an identical playground set, but with an NXT backdrop. And there's some monitors and some other stuff. There's like a guy with it's a camera. Set. Yeah. It wasn't just like a warehouse somewhere. So there's a brawl. They're all brawling. They brawl out to the back lot at Full Sail Live. It was like, I don't know if this was intentional, but how, how many parallels between this and when the NWO attacked in back in like 97 or whatever. Yeah. And Kevin Nash lawn darted Rey Mysterio. Into a shed or something because like that. Adam Cole got lawn darted by Hanson, yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then it just the whole thing felt as chaotic as that. Mm-hmm. It was great. It, it was, was pretty. Awesome. It was fun. Yeah, it was. It was a and lot then of fun. Ricochet appears out of nowhere, runs off a table, flies on everybody. But it was funny because as he was running, like I think it was Roderick Strong was walking pretty much parallel to him. <laughs> so Ricochet lands on I think Hanson, Cole, and O'Reilly, mm-hmm. and he stands up. And, and Roderick Strong's pretty much parallel with him. <laughs> and it's just continuing walking forward, completely ignoring the fact. Like, you should be able to see that everybody got, oh, just got knocked man, down. I totally didn't notice it was funny. that. I totally didn't notice that. And so Ricochet that. goes after him. That's hilarious. So they all brawl. They brawl back into the arena. They get back in the ring. Everybody's brawling. Undisputed error eventually gets the upper hand because Bobby Fish brings the chair in. I like that Bobby Fish tried to, he tried to like escape by like trying to open a door. When the, the handle was obviously, it was obviously unlocked, but it just wasn't open. Well, then also right next to that door was, was a gate <laughs> that was halfway up. Crawl under that. There's too much going on, man. He sees, he sees door. He needs to get through it. I know. I'm not here for half open gates. No. Is it half open? Is it half closed? What am I doing? <laughs> I, I could try to escape. It could close on me. Anyways, undisputed air in the ring. Bobby uh, Fish brings a chair in the equation. They get the upper hand. Pete Dunn comes down. Everybody starts brawling. William Regal, Pr- uh, Principal Regal comes out. Yeah. Headmaster Regal. This is not how this match is going to go down. No, all of you. Are gonna be inside of of war games, and then they all freak out. We get the uh, you know a year later still. Oh, nothing tops that one. Nothing tops Adam Cole going war games. War games. And then he said, "I think somebody somebody said something like, I didn't like this the last time, or I don't want to do this again, or something like that." It was Bobby Fish that said that. (laughs) Okay, I don't want to be in war games again. I don't do this again. Got back from my injury. That's hard to believe it's been a year. I know. Man. Boy, time flies. It really does. Let's talk NXT UK. Um, first match of the show. Hey, Trent's, by the way, what? Undisputed Era totally goes over to War Games, right? It wouldn't make sense for it wouldn't make sense for the guys who aren't really affiliated beyond the tag team yeah. to win at War Games. No, I see it's gotta that. gotta be Undisputed Era. Yeah, I don't know. Because War no neither member of, of War Raiders are taking a pin. So they require Ricochet or Pete Dunn taking the pin. Ricochet just pinned Pete Dunn, so I don't see him taking the pin again. So it would have to be Ricochet taking the pin. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, he can take a pin because he's, I mean, both him and Pete Dunn, they're both champions. Yeah. And yeah, Ricochet's been on a hot streak, so he can take a pin. Uh, NXT UK, Trent Seven <laughs> versus Saxon Huxley. Battle Cat, is that what they call this guy? Yes, I think. I think. And then, like, the the crowd chants, like, something like Starcat Jesus or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That was funny. I, I love the British. The crowd, the British crowd. Oh, during the main event, it was fantastic. They will entertain themselves. They'll just, like, I don't, look, even if it's a great match, if it's a crap match, we're going to have fun. doesn't matter. Oh, yep. it's so great. 
And they chant the most random things. Oh, especially during the main event. During the main event, yeah. Um, this is a fun match. Uh, Huxley had a promo beforehand. Um, I kind of remember him from the first tournament. Yeah, me too. Only because he's got the cat thing going on. Yeah. Um, but Trent picked up the win with a burning hammer. Uh, so good on Trent. Mm-hmm. Fun match. Yeah, no, he's fantastic. Uh, next, we had a brief Coffee Brothers video package. Oh, Karen makes a good point here in chat. She says, Undefeated Era is not going to win if they're getting called up. But that's still, that's like mania. It wouldn't be till after mania. Yeah. I don't um, want them to leave already. I don't want them to leave at all. I know. Undisputed Air are NXT. Uh, so, yeah, like you said, Trent won. Uh, we got a Coffee Brothers video package and then a Flash Morgan Webster interview. Um, He's all in on this mod thing, isn't he? He, it's like it's like too much. It's, it's too encompassing. It's too mod. You need a, maybe he is. Maybe he's a time traveler. I don't even think people in the '60s were as mod as he is. Yeah, I think he's true. sort of overstating how mod people were. Could be. You know, like people are multidimensional. Yeah, they're not just gimmicks. Yeah, he needs to lay that. He needs to lay off that a little bit. Um, the parka, the heavy coat, seems a bit much. That has to get hot. Not in England, dude. Are you kidding me? They're in England. But inside, you don't, you don't need to wear that inside, do you? Um, well, I, know I understand this, outside. This was, this was taped like six months ago. Yeah. I'm just going to see what, what the temperature is like in London right now. I don't think it matters what time of year. He's still going to wear that giant parka inside. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, why do I have Detroit on here? I don't know. Get out of here, Detroit. Uh, so, uh, next. Why, 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 why is the weather app limiting the number of cities I can have available to me on a moment's notice? That's horrible. Uh, Mark Coffey against Flash Morgan Webster. Another fun match. Flash Morgan Webster does some fun stuff in the ring. God, uh, well, now, right now, it's 48 degrees. Well, well that's fine of, if he wears it outside. Yeah, totally. High of 60, low of 50. Yeah, outside, totally. But they're fine. like, that's like a heat wave for them, man. Um, I, but, like, I like Flash Morgan Webster because, number one, he doesn't look like a wrestler. He's like the least intimidating. He looks like a normal dude. He's he like an just average looks guy. Like, like, and not just like super average on, on, across the board. Yeah. Um, but he fancies himself as sort of a smart guy. Yeah. And I kind of like that, that they really do play that up. Like, yeah, he's yeah. crafty. He's crafty. He's crafty in the he, ring. He's innovative. Yeah. And he's not afraid to just sort of just do stuff. You know, like, yeah. he'll fly. He'll he'll do the thing where he runs on the apron, and he spins around. He, like, uses the ring post to sort of spin around and yeah, launches yeah, himself yeah, off. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And none of it, none of it looks pretty or athletic or fast. But it's effective, Steve. But it's all very effective, and it's mm-hmm. all actually very fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I can see why the crowd is really into him as a wrestler, because mm-hmm. nothing about him comes off as a wrestler. Um, but he is very fun to watch. It's just, yeah, the mod stuff is just—it's a lot. It is. It is a lot. Yeah. Uh, he picks up a win over Mark Coffey, winning with a crucifix pin. Afterwards, Coffey brothers are attacking Flash, and then Mark Andrews, Steve's favorite, and Travis Banks come to the ring to make the save. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wish Travis Banks was a heel. They're all, a heel. all those guys are really small compared to the coffees. I really wish the coffees would have just been like, what? Fine. Bring it on. Come on. Like I can, it's like, it's like, who would you rather fight a man saw like a, a, a <laughs> like a 10 foot yeah, baby yeah. or like 50 little men. Yeah. The coffees could have just kicked all those little guys away and been totally cool. Yeah. But they were like, Oh no, we're going to go have a pint. Yeah, and then whoever spills a pint on them next week gets to fight them. It always comes back to because that, I'm pretty sure what did he call himself the Mod Father? Yeah, pretty sure Morgan Webster spilled a pint on one of those coffees. For both of them led to this match. Could be next. We had a couple of video packages first for Danny Birch, 
And for Sam Gradwell. So bummed out there was no Eddie Dennis this week. Oh, I know. Sam I wanted Gradwell more has story. more hair than he had during the UK tournament. <laughs> so I saw him and I was like, who's that guy? He looked, he literally, he's like one of them dudes who literally looks like a different person. Well, when I he think has. he put on a little more weight too. He's Maybe. A but like, he, and he's got really fair hair. Like his yeah. hair is like blondish or reddish blonde. Yeah, reddish blonde, straight yeah. blonde. So like usually that you can't, it's not really a big difference. He literally looks like a different person. Yeah, he does. It's weird. Yeah, so we got, yeah, I remember him. And I've heard his name around a bunch in the UK scene. Mm-hmm. I've, just, I've just heard that name a lot. And so they put that, on a really fun, hard-hitting match. Yeah. Danny Burch is tons of fun to watch. Oh, man. There is a, I love when they just went into boxing. They yeah. went into bare-knuckle boxing. Yeah, yeah. Because they both launched into this stuff and just started like. Start wailing away. Yeah. Other. Oh, that was great. so much fun. That's great. That was really cool. Let's start doing this. Yeah, the old-timey stuff. And then a kangaroo comes in and starts boxing, too. Danny Burch picked the win, draping DDT off the top rope. Looks stiff. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, then Danny Burch dropped this awesome promo afterwards, calling out Pete Dunne. I'm happy to be back here at home. Like, well, this is only like the third episode. You haven't been here. He was in the first tournament, though. But he means, I guess, just the UK. Got kicked in the back head by Jordan Devlin. Got his head busted open. Remember that? Yeah, not as bad as Jordan Devlin. No, at the hands. Yeah. Um, Trent Seven. So, uh, yeah, he calls, out, he calls out Pete Dunne. He wants to be the latest victim. Um, that uh, won't take the title from Pete Dunne. How awesome would that be if, like, you know, he's being lined up as just another guy who's going to, like, lose Pete Dunne? What if they What if they picked it up? I mean, Danny Burch isn't at the level of Pete Dunne or Not even, even Trent Seven or Tyler Bate, but I f- feel like he's in a level, at least for WWE audiences, above Zach Gibson. Danny Burch is. He's more familiar. And uh, WWE audiences are way to, more familiar okay, with his work. To, to, the, to the larger WWE audience, yes. absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. That's yeah, it. Let's talk about sure. WWE, WWE And WWE honestly, audience. honestly, I don't, uh, like Zach Gibson, I'm, I'm tell, I tell you, I call him the Baron Corbin of the UK division because he's, he's comical. Like he's, I, I, I like his matches a lot, but there's a lot of unintentional goof there. Like maybe it's maybe it's just the fact that he's not allowed to curse like on WWE TV. Maybe some maybe he needs some blue language, mm-hmm. some foul language. But like we noticed during his match with Noam Dar, which was a fantastic, oh, it was fantastic, match. yeah, it was a really good match. I just don't know if I see him as like a champion because he's like you. You mentioned this like there was one part where he like he he had to run a short distance, yeah, and he sort of hunches over when he runs and he runs in place first and he runs. <laughs> He runs kind of like an old man. Like, he runs kind of goofy. He's not... It doesn't look, like, terribly athletic. His finisher's not great. He's a bit on the doughy side. God, I love his promos, though, because the crowd just yeah. they shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> they they yeah. shit all over Well, during him. this match, the crowd was getting inventive with their chants. They were saying... If you hate Zach Gibson's shoes off, I think is the chant. Yeah. Something like that. And then Noam Dar tried to take Zach Gibson's shoe off. Noam Dar was just trying his best not to bust a gut laughing. He was laughing during yeah. this. But he was trying hard not to laugh because he was playing into the crowd trying to take Zach Gibson's shoes that was off. Great. Now I'm sure I'm sure there's an entire history of Zach Gibson and shoes. Yeah. I'm sure that and I'm fascinated by that. So I'm sure Wayne maybe, Maker. Maybe he used to have a, sneak, a sneaker vlog or something. Yeah, there you go. Um But uh but yeah, I don't see I don't see Zach Gibson like they've already jobbed him out twice. I know. Like one time I know is that and he mentioned this last week. It was at the tournament, and so yeah, case could be made. He wasn't. Afraid. 
But then he like as fresh as can be at that NXT takeover uh, pre pre show match or the yeah 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 whatever match the NXT TV one before yeah. takeover I know I know man so there's no like to me there's nobody there's nobody and I think Danny Birch I'm just saying this Danny Birch would be an interesting guy to sort of hold that title if they want Pete Dunne to just do the NXT thing yeah, because yeah. he's obviously firmly ensconced in yes. NXT and so Danny Birch is like you said he's a guy who's known to everybody. And it would be, they would all be great matches. Yeah. Whoever, and then whoever eventually takes it off, I don't know. But there isn't anybody right now no. in NXT Here's the thing about Danny Burch, the phrase transitional champion kind of has a negative connotation to it, I think, sometimes. But he would be the perfect guy to yeah. put that belt on for three, four, five months that can hold it down, put on really good matches, mm-hmm. keep that belt relevant while they develop someone to eventually become the next face of the division. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be totally easy to do. Have it be him versus another old guy, Trent Seven. Oh, that'd be great. You know? Yeah. And then have like if 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 that precludes Mustache Mountain from getting the tag titles, put the tag titles in the Coffee Brothers. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're that that's a great tag team right mm-hmm. there. Man, they're super double tough. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Uh you got some Halloween costumes to show off there. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh Zach Gibson, he went over. Oh yeah, with the uh, some movie called Helter Skelter. Yeah, again... He's Liverpool's number one, and he names all, like all his moves after Beatles songs. They're too, it's it's going to get you over, man. Do you know You know what the Beatles are best known for? It was... Putting it, smiles on people's faces. <laughs> Am I wrong? No! They literally have a... Why doesn't he come out to All You Need Is Love? I know. You know? Good day, sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, man, that's funny. <laughs> Good day, sunshine. Oh, man. Anyways. Let's look at these costumes, Steve. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So, man, a lot of you guys sent in costumes. Um, so, I don't have for a lot of these, like, names. I just, like, put up the pictures. But here's this one. Wait, where is he? The Undertaker. Rakado. Not only is he the Undertaker, he's got the championship wow, right there. That's the, the We Book Raw version of Undertaker, kind yeah. of. Yeah, exactly. Just missing the shirt. And then there's another Undertaker. I don't know. I think this is the same guy. I can't tell, though. Wait, this might not. Is this, yeah. Steve is undisputed at For the Kingdom 90. Is that the same? I don't think it's the same. Is that the same no, guy? I don't think it's the same guy. Okay, maybe a different wrong, guy. Though. But they're both black and white pictures. That's yeah. a different guy, though. Yeah. Okay. Um,. I like this one's really clever. I love clever. It's a Bullet Club Sims character. Yeah. It's a Sim from the Sims game. Yeah, Sims. But it's a Bullet Club guy. Yeah. And that was uh, Samuel O. Samuel O, yeah. Yeah. Um, John Cena. That's uh, Guillaume Halili. Cool. There we go. Uh, here is, oh, this is a good one. I like this. From the Wrestle oh. Dude. The Wrestle Dude. Uh, when is Rosemary? Rosemary. That's cool. That's cool. Um, here's uh, Finn Balor from Shenanigans and such. Cool. Putting up the two sweet. Um, this is cool. This is, I think this is, his kid's name is Eli. He's a oh, little, yeah. little tiny Seth Rollins right that there. On Twitter. That's little good. tiny Seth Rollins. Great. Um, and then this uh, fella right here, Y2J. And then I don't have the opposite picture, but on the back, he had like LED lights. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, this, I think he said it was a picture from a while ago. Yeah, four years ago. It was a Rey Mysterio. Cool. And then I love this one because this dude went into his office dressed as mankind, Christopher <laughs> Hale. He said nobody knew what it was. That's funny. But he went in his mankind. That's great. Dude, I mean, that's just dead that's on. Perfect. Dead on. 
And then we had, uh, let's see here, a couple macho men. There's a macho man. Awesome. Right there. And then here's another macho man right there. Slim Jims. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a Ric Flair. <laughs> That's great. Because he has like the, the crimson mask, <laughs> the robe, and of course the big gold belt. Um, and then we have a couple of, uh, oh, I thought I had more than one uh, drunk, Br- or more than one Bray Wyatt's. There's Bray Wyatt right yeah. there. Who is that? Let's see here. That is Drunk Bray Wyatt. Drunk Bray Wyatt. Okay. Living the gimmick right there. So there you go. Awesome. Um, if I catch any more, because I know I have a couple more Bray Wyatts, and there's some on the friendo verse that I think I want to put up. So maybe I'll do that um, on tomorrow, like Saturday show, Saturday okay. show. Okay. We'll do it that. Thank you, everybody who uh, posted or said Absolutely, man. Pictures. That's great. Of your awesome costumes. That so let's. Great. Uh, Answer some Let's questions. Take some questions. Let's take some questions. Uh, LeVar Ball's Neck asks thoughts on Dane DeVito. It's weird. You just click over to Discord and there's Dane DeVito right there. Yeah, that is weird. He's Dane a, DeVito's great. Oh, Dane, he's the best. Rum ham. Yeah, LeVar Ball's Neck has a Danny DeVito, but in a big show outfit. <laughs> oh, and a, yeah, and a singlet. Yeah. Oh, Muscle Cat. Muscle. Wait, Muscle Cat? Muscle. Is that what they called him? I thought he was like, I know, I, well, Battle Cat from He Man. That was his, his, mm-hmm. yeah. his battle cat. Yeah, battle cat. Uh, Adam Mayhem says, H title match, go. Do you see Adam Mayhem has a H title match this weekend? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, this uh, Saturday. Saturday. Against Dave Dutra, I believe. Against Dave Dutra, the H titles. So we might have some dude named Dave Dutra as the new H champion. How do you feel about that? I'm pretty confident in Adam Mayhem. I'll say that. All right, man. I don't know. I have to look up this Dave Dutra fella, see what he's done, and see what he can do for us. Are we going to go? We got to go. Um, when is it Saturday? Yeah. Um, maybe it's a possibility. I, you're putting me on the spot. I didn't even, I, I hadn't even thought about it. Well, I mean, it's a hitch title match in town. We got to go. Yeah, we should probably go. All right. Meet Steve, meet the stars of going in row. I don't know what I'm doing Saturday. I don't know. What I'm doing Saturday either. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, tentatively at the very least you can meet Adam Mayhem. Yes, which you at, should at do. At most, you can he, Adam Mayhem. Adam Mayhem's great. He's really star, great. Meet the star. Yeah, he's a going in raw player. He's really great. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's the H champ. He's more than just a player. He's a star. The Y2J guy, if there was a four uh, versus four team, uh, two of five live versus team NXT War Games match, who would you want to see on each team? Love from a UK friendo. Give me Mustafa Ali, Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy, and Mike Kanellis. All right, I'm going to go with... Give me Hideo Itami. I think he'd be killer in a War Games match. True. And he comes out with bloody mouth already. Yeah. So give me him. All of right, course, that's good. Ditch Canales, put Hideo Itami. And I think that's a perfect team. Okay, well, that's your team. I was going to put Mike Canales on my oh, team okay. also. Okay. I'm not going to go with Mustafa Ali, man. He's so beat up all the time. He sells too much. Um, and I'm not going to go with Cedric because he's on a losing streak. So give me Tony Nese as my third guy. All right. We got a Buddy Murphy on That there. guy's double tough. Yeah, I, don't tell me who to put my but team. You gotta have Buddy Murphy. And then the there. smartest guy in two hundred five live, Drew Gulak. Oh, you don't have a champion in there. Your team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> team NXT. Uh, you give me Alistair Black, John Gargano, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, so DIY. Yeah, heel I, DIY. Alistair Black. I want DIY and Red Redragon. Oh, okay, that's, that's what I bad. want. Oh, so, this undisputed era. They'll work together. Undisputed that's era. A cohesive unit. There. Exactly. Yeah. Austin Luff, my family is from Newfoundland, so I popped super hard when you said screech. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Shane the Shillelagh says, um, uh, hey, Stephen Larson, I'm a first-time question asker and happy to be a patron. 
Patreon, Patreon again. What would a Cassius Ono faction look like in NXT? There was a fallout video where Riddle and Keith Lee were walking down the, uh, the like backstage area. Mm-hmm. And um, Cassius Ono is just hanging out there. And he starts like giving him. He's like, oh, look, it's William Regal's new toys. I can't wait to, I don't know, do violence on you or something like that. And Matt Riddle said, bro. And then they just walked away. And then Keith Lee did this. He said, bro. And I was like, hold on there, pal. That's a, that's a nod to Moose. It's a Moose thing. Adam Mayhem tweeted out. He said, uh, Moose in NXT confirmed. And I was like, no, Adam. God, why aren't you preparing for your match right now? Some guy named Dave could be the new H champion if you're not careful. Some guy named Dave. The unprettier. It's my birthday today. Throw up an undisputed era. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Here. Mm-mm-mm. Birthday. Oh, you did it literally. Good job. Uh, oh, James Fletcher. I think I, I heard this question before, but I'll do it now. Undertaker, give me wrestling advice on how to do a top rope Spanish fly. All right, you want to do what? It's called a Spanish fly. It's You're on the top rope, and you do a flip off the top rope. <laughs> okay, num- number one. Why are you coming to The Undertaker? I do one thing off the top rope, and it's old school. Well, you have experience with top rope moves, obviously. You've been doing old school for It's the while. only move I do, and it freaks me out every time. You think I want to do flippy, flippy shit from up there? But how do you get over the anxiety of being on the top rope standing up? I never do. Easy, okay. I hate it. I say, Vince, add a zero to that paycheck if you want me to go old school. Get your Spanish fly out of here. Thanks. Taker, is this Takeover War Games match between Black and Gargano going to be one match? If not, will eventually include Candice and Nikki in the feud. Too sweet. That's like the inter, or not, sorry, intergender, the mixed tag match. That sounds like a, a Florida house show loop match. Because <laughs> that's what Gargano yeah. and Lurie were yeah. doing with uh, Almas and yeah. Vega. Yeah, you're right. So that's definitely going to happen on the house show circuit. Yeah, Florida. I think you're right about but that. But yeah, it's going to be one match. They'll, I think I do that triple threat match for the title at some point, right? Uh... Unless Vince finally watches and says, Whoa, who's that really cool looking guy with all the tattoos? Who's the guy that looks like a skinny Brody King? Alistair Black. Bring him up to Raw! Uh, Nemo has a good question. Does the NXT UK Women's Championship title reign start from the day they taped it? Or the day they air it. There's a precedent, wasn't? Isn't there? Yeah, I think it's the day it, it airs. So Rhea Ripley's gonna be like, like, like it's gonna be a year. Her her effective reign is gonna be like three months shorter than her actual reign. Yes. Right. Right. But then she defended it her, before her evolution. Her actual reign is gonna be like, a, like probably a month. Well, I don't know. She'll probably have it for a while. She's yeah, really so. good. She's, She's really, really good. good. She is really good. Kevin Jenkins, who has the best Titantron? Should Titantrons have bits and pieces of matches? In it like it used to. Thanks, yes, Brando. yes. I don't know why they stopped doing that. Yes, I'm so tired of just a logo doing this. Yeah, man, do something. You, man, just get an editor. I mean, you got a graphics person just putting it, all this stuff together. Yeah, splice in some video footage. Can't be that hard. You can do it all in After Effects. Dorian Moore. Hey guys, there was two NXT UKs yesterday. What? We only watched one. Oh my God, he's right. I remember hearing about that. Why are they making us watch more wrestling? I totally forgot about that. So, somebody like, no, I think on the newsletter or something, or no, on the daily update for Meltzer, it was like, yeah, there's, uh, there's one scheduled for four and one scheduled for fire. No, no, 12 and one. Oh my God. Pacific. 
There's so much wrestling. <clears throat> Sorry, I don't know. Yeah, I liked it. Like, how long did it take for anybody to like mention well, that? Well, the 12 so 15 minutes ago. Oh, okay. That's too much. It's a, it's, it's a lot too much, man. DC five speed Mustafa Ali recently reminds me of Daredevil in season three. Always battle beaten. I haven't seen season three. Wait, there's a season three already. I haven't seen any Daredevil. I didn't know there was a Daredevil season three. I thought there was on season two. I haven't seen any of it. And then did like all the other stuff. Yeah. Maybe maybe it already came. Maybe it just came out. I don't know. Um. Penultimate Tommy Wiseau, Stephen Larson are burglars, like Marv and Harry from Home Alone. All right. Well, number one, which one of us is Joe Pesci and which one of us is Daniel Stern? I feel like I'm grumpier, so I should be Joe Pesci. I think you're right about that. I was going to be Daniel Stern. Um, which wrestler, then, is most likely to be our Macaulay Culkin? That'd be Marco Stunt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tall, tiny guy. Yeah. Um, we sort of answer this. Kyle Meshigan. Uh, I really thought Cedric was going to go heel on Ali for a second, and I got excited. Do you think Cedric would benefit now from a heel turn? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Now's the time to do it. Yeah, it really is. I um, think mean Cedric could be really good. And if you really want to push uh, Mustafa Ali to the moon, that's the best. That's the great way to start. You it. need you need Cedric out of the way for one yeah. thing, because he's sort of top face right now. All right, and his anyways. motivation for turning heel is completely understandable. If Drake's like, no, I'm going to give you a title shot, get it ready, you keep losing. It's like, Drake, it's in my contract, man. You don't get to dictate when it happens. I, have, I dictate when I it happens. I have happens. the DocuSign document Invoke. here. I'm going to do it right now. I have the PDF that proves I put my electronic signature. DocuSign. Yeah. Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Uh, Patreon, stick around. we got a good post show. Dean Ambrose's uh, theme song. New theme. Bye. Yeah, bye. Exclusive. <laughs>